Gabriele, uno pesce e una patate. Grazie. Borzaz in Dublin's Stefaside is one of 200 or so Irish-Italian chippers nationwide. Yeah, we're all from a region called Lazio, uh, Frosinone. We all kind of go back there every year and we meet up in the summer. We're from the same region and we're kind of in a valley called Casalatico. Started in the 1950s by his grandparents, Paolo Borza is part of the latest generation keeping traditional high street chippers alive. I used to live upstairs in Stilorgan. Um, we had our family quarters living and the shop was always there. Um, so I suppose my body clock always worked around the business. For example, moving to a, a real house from over a shop, couldn't sleep at night. We sleep with the TV on most of the time because we were always so used to living over a business and the noise was there from your fridge motors. <laughs> and though some of the changes to the industry in recent decades, Paolo feels are for the better. <laughs> when there was less red tape, the print used to print on the batter and the chips, so you could read a little bit of your newspaper. <laughs> That's not loud now, but I agree with that. <laughs> Many, he says, are for the worse. I found an old docket from 2008. My grandmother actually pulled it out of her press. I don't know how she had it. For nine kilos of fresh cod, it was 45 euros. Now for nine kilos, we're paying 155. My generation, or the next generation, like some of them have had a bit more cop on than me. Why would they want to get into this? So what's driving up prices? What's forcing shops to close? And how can we save our local chipper? I started with my grandparents in Stillorgan, um, right opposite the shopping centre. And I moved up to Stepaside Village in 2010, November. We are definitely in a different place from 13 years ago. We probably had our peak in the last three years over COVID till the middle of last year um, when inflation started. Uh, when inflation started, um, we had gas, electricity going through the roof. Then we had our suppliers, we had oil, fish, uh, potatoes. This summer in particular, we, we have pretty much trebled in potato prices. Now they're coming down ever so slightly, but then we've had the rise of the RVAT going back from nine to 13%. So I suppose the industry is facing multiple challenges, whether years ago we always used to have something like our oil going up or fish, and, but now what's happening is everything is going through the roof. The polystyrene went out. We had to change to the reusable plastic, three and a half times the price, just for your cup that your dip comes in or your curry sauce. Everybody's ordering online. So we also have to lose our 14, 15% commission to these online websites that people order off. So that's another chunk on out of everything. So if you order that fresh cod, as we were saying, that's, you know, nine euros, we're only getting about 750 out of it. Then we have to pay our card fees on top of that. COVID brought all that in as well. We had a very low card machine um, bill. It may, might have been, you know, 200 euros a month. Now we're looking at 900 euros a month because everything is paid by card. So everything is eating into our dish, put it that way, that people wouldn't notice. Um, and what can we do about it? We can only raise our prices, unfortunately. And that's not what we want to do. It's not by choice because nothing else seems to be coming down. 10 years ago when we opened here, a fresh cod was 590 and a bag of chips was 280. And now we're at four euros and nine euros for a fresh cod. Fish and chip shop, okay, we know we're not the healthiest, but we can guarantee you 
more real quality butcher burgers. We use fresh potatoes. Uh, we're actually buying our potatoes now from Rush County, Dublin. It's great to be able to fry Irish potatoes. And unfortunately, you know, a lot of our regular and local customers would take that the chipper is a place where you can feed the family under a reasonable amount. Cheapest chips is gone. Like, I, I don't know about yourself now, but there's not a bit, nothing better than sitting on the wall with a bag of chips and a bit of fish looking out into the sea. Like, it's gorgeous. A bit of ketchup or garlic sauce or even a bit of tartar sauce. It's gorgeous. Absolutely beautiful. Fish and chip fan Patrick Murphy is CEO of the Irish South and West Fish Producers Organisation. He says for fishermen, the story is similar and fishing policy new and old is threatening the survival of the industry and the future of the trade. Fishermen leave the pier wall in debt every single time they go to sea because they have to catch the fish to pay for their expenses. So the first thing they do is they bring down the oil truck and they fill up the boat with fuel. Do you know that some boats have to pay 700 euros a month for Wi-Fi alone just to stay legal so that they can transmit the legal requirements of where they are, what they're doing, record their fish it's not something that you can learn in school. You have to learn this. It has to be handed down. You have, it's, it's, a, it's an apprenticeship. You know, very few come from outside the industry or from the coastal communities. They go into fishing. They're a rarity. It's no longer an attractive industry because of the regulations and the rewards for risk that's involved in the industry. The industry itself is in peril. And I'd slow down on what I'm saying there. Despite the actual fact that we are sitting on the richest fishing grounds in Europe with the continental shelf raising up the bottom so that the sunlight can penetrate to the bottom. This this is the nursery ground for European fish. Or the mackerel spawn here and grow here and move on to other waters. Blue whiting spawns here and grows here. Hake, haddock, whiting. So we are the nursery grounds of Europe. And the reason why we're in trouble is that the common fishery policy that was agreed on 50 years ago didn't allow us to grow. So what they did is they took a picture in time back in 1970s and 80s and said, well, this is what you're catching. This is all you can ever catch. And that has stifled our industry. The reason being now that we're suffering is because this fish is not available to us, even though the waters are full of it. And we just aren't allowed to catch our fair share. And this is driving um, up prices for everybody else and uh, eliminating our fishing industry because they, they, they can't survive on what they have to survive on. John Gibbons is an environmental journalist who sees the climate crisis washing up in our chippers. The summer of 2023, there was a, an extreme marine heat wave that covered over 40 million square kilometres of the uh, North Atlantic, with sea surface temperatures up to 5 degrees centigrade above, above normal. And those conditions are as extreme for marine life as a 40 degree heat wave is for us and for other animals on land. These are really extreme temperatures and they have no choice but to flee northward towards Iceland and heading, basically heading towards the Arctic. Cotton chips may soon not be an option for punters, but anchovies and chips might be. As, as our fish are moving towards the Arctic, well then fish in the tropics are moving towards our latitudes, which, which are now of a similar temperature to where the, the tropics used to be maybe 20 or 30 years ago. We're seeing here things like um, sardines and anchovies, which would be more, more typically associated with much further south. So yeah, we probably will need to evolve our tastes. 
For his part, MEP hopeful Patrick Murphy believes policy changes could save the chipper. The worst thing in recent history was the Brexit TCA deal, where Europe decided to use Irish fishermen as a bargaining chip on the table for no tariffs between the UK and Europe. So, you know, we're treated like a colony within Europe. And this is the knock-on effect. And people have to understand very simple mathematics. Norway made 14 billion out of sales from fish and fish products last year in 2022. Ireland made half a billion. So they made 28 times more than us. And they're making more money out of our waters than we are. It's down to policy. But back on the high street in Stepaside, Paolo Borza says customers have a part to play too. In all these Italian fish and chips business out there, we have families. You know, we're putting our kids through school and we're not a big chain. And if I can give any advice to the, the public out there, order through the phone, the old style way, mm-hmm. in your local takeaways. Order on their own website and their own app, so at least it's manageable. Do so you know what? If you can pay cash, pay cash. So that's another chunk not eating off us. I honestly think food businesses and restaurants, pubs, coffee shops, takeaways, a lot of them will stick it out to get the Christmas out of it. But I can guarantee you, if you look online on daft.ie under commercial, you're going to see a lot more popping up next year, a lot more businesses because they're, they're closing. As all of these family businesses, um, we've all put our sweat and blood in it and there's no real guarantee to where we're, we're going to end up this time next year.